grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Welcome to our podcast, To Be a Christian, the Anglican Catechism in a Year, where we are learning what it means to be a Christian and the essentials for our Christian faith and lives. Each day we are reading one catechism question, the appointed scripture lessons, and concluding with a relevant collect from the Book of Common Prayer. If you would like to buy or download To Be a Christian, the official catechism of the Anglican Church in North America, head to anglicanchurch.net slash catechism. As always, we encourage you to reflect on the catechism questions and answer as we hear from the Holy Scripture readings and search for points of insight, deeper truth, and meaning for your lives. Today is day 73, and we are in the section on the second article of the Apostles' Creed. We are working line by line through the Apostles' Creed, and are on the eleventh line, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Today we are on question 73. What does it mean for Jesus to sit at God the Father's right hand? We will be reading from Psalm 2, Isaiah 9, Acts 2, Ephesians 1, and Hebrews 1. We will conclude with the Collect for Christ the King Sunday. Question 73. What does it mean for Jesus to sit at God the Father's right hand? The throne on the king's right hand was traditionally the seat of one appointed to exercise the king's own authority. Ruling with his Father in heaven, Jesus is Lord over the church and all creation, with authority to equip his church advance his kingdom, bring sinners into saving fellowship with God the Father, and finally, establish justice and peace upon the earth. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage so furiously, rage together? And why do the peoples devise a vain thing? The kings of the earth stand up, and the rulers take counsel together, against the Lord and against his anointed. Let us break their bonds asunder, and cast away their cords from us. He who dwells in heaven shall laugh them to scorn. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then shall he speak to them in his wrath, and terrify them in his great anger. I myself have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. This day have I begotten you. Ask of me, and I shall give you the nations for your inheritance, and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall bruise them with a rod of iron, and break them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, O you kings. Be warned, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord in fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 to 7. For to us a child is born, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. 
Acts chapter 2, verses 33 to 36. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you have crucified. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 20 to 23. The Father worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 3 to 14. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, He makes his angels winds, and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning. And the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like a robe you will roll them up. Like a garment they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. And to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Question 73. What does it mean for Jesus to sit at God the Father's right hand? The throne on the king's right hand was traditionally the seat of one appointed to exercise the king's own authority. Ruling with his Father in heaven, Jesus is Lord over the church and all creation, with authority to equip his church, advance his kingdom, bring sinners into saving fellowship with God the Father, and finally establish justice and peace upon the earth. The Collect for Christ the King Sunday Almighty and everlasting God, whose will it is to restore all things in your well-beloved Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, Mercifully grant that the peoples of the earth, divided and enslaved by sin, may be freed and brought together under his most gracious rule, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.